would have been nice to have discipline when we were starting out. Yeah. Bit of encouragement, Agreed. bit of wisdom being passed off. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly you please feel free to mention that <laughs> in an answer. Welcome to Startup West, the podcast about building great startups in sunny WA with people who've been there and done it or live here and doing it. My name's Charlie Gunningham. And my name is Beth Cornelia. And today we are talking with brothers Craig and Jeremy Chetty, who are the co-founders of Student Edge, which is something that I have a little bit of experience with. I I bought one of their very first cards back when I was in high school, which was really interesting to hear. Aren't they great guys? They're just two of the nicest, most modest, humble people you'll ever meet. Really lovely, lovely guys. I think you'll really enjoy listening to this Startup West people. So um, we've Absolutely. got to thank our sponsors, of course. Uh, Startup News uh, produces this podcast. ECU The Link, Think Lab Coworking, BDO, as well as Alika. Thank you for thank doing you. everything, Beth. Absolutely, Charlie. We love it. Uh, so without further ado, here's our chat with Craig and Jeremy. Craig and Jeremy, welcome to Startup West. Thank so thank you so much for coming along. Uh, hopefully you guys will get something out of this, as will all of our listeners. We'll just check you are actually here. Are you actually here? I'm here. Thank that, you. Yeah, you're Jeremy. Here? Jeremy. That's, That's Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes. And I'm Craig. And you're Craig. Yep. Both here. Thank thank you. here. Thanks for having Thank us. you for having us. Hopefully we can add value. Great. Absolutely. Uh, so for the uninitiated who maybe don't know uh, who you guys are and what you've contributed to the startup scene in Perth so far, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, your background, both Perth-born, uh, you know, a little bit of a family history before you got to starting Student Edge? Sure. They're both looking <laughs> at each other. <laughs> well, we've lived and breathed this, this this story, this journey so far. Um, actually, South African-born, so Durban-born. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Parents brought us across to Australia in 1990 mm-hmm. uh, because they wanted really to give us opportunities. Um, in particular, something that we probably didn't realise was happening but now we look back at it and realize, okay, we're grateful for it, is that our parents always um, wanted us to look at um, going to business, especially right. Dad. So you would have been eight? I was, yeah, seven turning eight. Jeremy was... Nine turning ten, yeah. Yep. Nine ten. And it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. We must yes, say. happy birthday. Thank Jesse. you. Right? Thank you. And so they said, right, we're going to bring you here to do your schooling. Yeah, yeah, because Dad was a uh, tradesman. Mm-hmm. And right. never really had the opportunity mm. to ever even think about being his own boss. Or and you landed south of the river, is that right? Willerton. Six Willerton. One, 6155. Okay. Yeah, still very <laughs> proud. Went to the local school. Yeah, yeah. Willerton High Willerton School. Senior High School. Right. And, uh, and yeah. is that where the student edge idea came about, at school? It, kind of. So Willerton plays a massive role in, yeah. our, in the fabric of our, our history. Um, we all went to Willerton High School, all four of us. So Damien... Uh, Jeremy and Simon, all the same year group. So introduce Simon and Damon into, yeah. the, into the piece. Yeah. Simon Loder. Simon Loder, Damon Langley, two other guys from Walton High School. Co-founders of Student Edge along Correct. with the both of you two. Right. Correct. Correct. Four of us. And so mm. Damo, um, Simon and Jeremy, same uh, year group at school. Yeah. Uh, went to primary school with Damien as well and then high school and then we were, oh. and I was two years younger, but um, we were at university, so at Murdoch University doing business degrees. Right. And just talking about different ideas, startups, and then Simon Loder actually um, came about to, to Jeremy with this challenge. It really wasn't a business idea. Mm. It was more of a community problem. And it was a problem in his household. His younger brother, brother was going through year 10 at, um, at a high school, and he went from being like a free-spirited kid to all the world on his shoulders because right. it was time to choose a career. Right. Oh. And a degree and all that sort of yeah, stuff. And the stress. Right. The yeah, message was coming through to him was, hey, 
choose your subjects now in year 10, that's going to determine what career. Your life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Your life depends yes. on this, and, literally. And yeah. not only that, so that's challenging in its first. Yeah. Second thing is you got to go to university mm. or you're one of the, the kids that are not so smart. Do the trade. Yeah, mm. do the trade. Kind of push you out. Um, As out. if that's a bad option. Yeah. You're the yeah, non-ATA. Yeah. You're non-ATA kids. Yeah. And so... So what year are we now? What are we talking about? 2002. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... And you guys were all ago. in uni. Yeah. yeah. And it's so just the concept, I guess, the light bulb moment. And yeah. actually, I might point out as well, Beth and Charlie, that this is actually exclusive for you, this podcast. Oh, yes. Right. We like exclusives. Because what Craig's sharing is actually the backstory right. Right. to the idea. We normally start the story with the elevator pitch at a certain point, which is 2003 onwards. Mm-hmm. Right. What Craig's actually sharing, you won't hear at any other news Thank outlet you. or All article right. on the web. Oh, Craig's giving the back, the original, right, mm-hmm. backstory. Because a lot of the time we don't have an opportunity to talk. Go you know, into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, to go into it. We normally start with 2003, four young guys starting from an idea to solve a problem. Yeah. And you've got to be short, sharp, quick, right, mm-hmm. yeah, pitching yep. the idea. So this is an opportunity Craig's right. sharing. Step zero. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, continue. Do I sort of so just from let, know, no, that's let, let, yeah. let the audience know as well that, yeah, it's the first time you'd be hearing this. So, oh. yeah. so how did you get so, from step zero to step mm, one? Well, yeah. so um, Simon says to Jeremy, hey, my brother Stephen is getting really stressed out by mm. this whole choosing your career thing and he's getting, reading through this 500-page book and he's got to decide what he wants to become from reading this book. And so Simon says to Jeremy, well, hey, I want to write another book. And I want it to be really objective and to show young people all their options outside of um, school, like, you know, life after school, that are not necessarily just all university-based. It's mm. like, okay, you know, there's TAFE, there's apprenticeships, there's potentially a job or there's a defence force or taking a gap year, all yeah. these other options that you can take to, yeah. to have an option. And the alternative career. is to go to the career counsellor yes. and, and, and maybe they'll give you a book or something. <laughs> yes, right. And the challenge is maybe, you're in a school of 2,000. Yeah. Mm. And there's one career counsellor. Yeah. 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 So and maybe one of those online tests where it says you will be. <laughs> maybe famous. not yeah. maybe not in two thousand and two. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um and so Jeremy's like, Well, Simon, everyone's starting to use technology. Everyone's starting to use Google and that. Mm. Why mm. don't you look at starting a website? And he's like, Well, I don't know anything about a website. Jeremy didn't yeah. know either, but it's like, okay, well, why don't we go find out? Let's mm. go validate the problem and let's go figure out if you know, if we build a website about all this, where the kids will come. Very to. good. You're business mm. students at uni, so you're doing <laughs> the right thing. Go and validate the problem. Yeah. Is there a market? Yeah. Will so, they pay? No, we yeah. didn't. know. you're calling it validation. We didn't. I was, know about say, I was about to so, say. I'm guessing it was very different terminology. Yeah, we're talking yeah. startup terms now, but you just, went, just going just, out and yeah. just, you just, you just did it. Making, exactly. We're doing yeah, it. Exactly. Just, just do it, Nike. So, so coming back to Woolton, yes, yes. is that um, the guys said, okay, let's go back to our old school, Woolton High School. And let's see if they um, would be interested in us helping with this problem. Yeah. And the principal at the time, the chairman of the school, and then the principal both said, absolutely. A couple of four ex um, students that wanted to come back and help with what is a problem for their school, not only their school, but all other schools. Yeah. They basically opened the doors up, allowed us to spend like six to 12 months in the school it was uh, researching. And they that was your us, first office? Yeah, it gave yeah, us a classroom. They gave us a classroom uh-huh. in the school. Co-working. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, there you go. Before it was a thing. Before it was a thing. Yeah. So it was never really a business opportunity. It was yeah. just like, this is solving, problem. A, solving a problem. Right. Fantastic. How can we solve it? How are you going to make money from that? Yeah. Well, it took us, it took us a year. Or it took us over a year to even yeah. work that out. 
Right. Mm. So the business models you went through kind of it, it yeah. took its time there was to no figure that out. And what we found, so we spent about 12 months validating. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions which I still recommend to any uh, startup or any founder that's going through this process is we asked them a question. We said, look, we'd like to do all these things for you as a student, all these services. But what's the one thing? What's the one thing that will get you to come back to student edge? Right. Yep. And pretty much over 90% of the, the, the kids that we surveyed, they said the discounts. So we had about nine services from, you know, events yep. for students, jobs for students and so forth. The one thing was discounts. doesn't matter whether they were high school students, university students, TAFE students. Right. Discounts was it. And that that's where we landed. We said four young picked. guys. Yeah, yep. four young MVP. Oh, yeah, we didn't know it was MVP then. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> that was going to be the minimal viable product. Yep. And I still recommend it to startups now. Right. You know, you can do all things. You can have this big picture of what you want to do, but you have no money. Yeah. You have no mentors, no networks. You're young. That's another yep. challenge. Just pick one thing, get so that, known for it. That meant that you had to go and get those discounts from other businesses <laughs> to get them on the site, to get the yeah. students to it's come back. It's called Yellow Pages, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Four Founders Splitting the Book Up and calling well. 200 Literally. businesses wow. and getting about 25. So that's yeah. where we learned about resilience. Oh, yeah. Again, right. didn't know it was a term back then. Yeah. Grit and determination, yeah. key factor of success. Yeah, yeah. Right. keep going. What did you keep learn going. In hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're talking 15 years in hindsight, right? So, yeah. Anyway. So. When did it then turn into a business when you did have revenues and maybe there was a wage? You were still at uni at this stage. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, finishing uni. Wind on a bit. When did it actually become a business? So two questions in there. One, did it become business when it we start getting there's a gulf in between that's why that's why Craig's spinning because, Charlie so oh, I'm still kind of waiting on my wage but <laughs> <laughs> I keep on asking Jeremy that question 15 but, years <laughs> yeah. no no just joking about that yeah. but I, I will split that up for that because yeah. there is a difference in timing yeah, there yeah, with when did we um, develop get a business, a, get yeah. a business? that was probably at least 12 months into it yeah I've talking to different stakeholders, especially yeah. the young people, and we figure out, like Jeremy was saying, the number one thing they wanted was the, the uh, discounts and the yeah. card, yeah. sense of belonging, and we figured that they'd be willing to pay for that. So that's when we started charging a membership fee. That was 2003 or 2004. 2004. Mm. Um, we started. So that was the first business model. Right. Um, so students pay a fee to join $20 in order yeah. to get... Discounts. $20 a year? Yeah. Yearly Physical fee. card as well. All right. Yeah. Um, with personalised. Have you got the student edge? <laughs> yeah. Correct. Nice. And Charlie, a little Good bit man. just on that point, we didn't realise the card would actually do a lot of things for us as a byproduct that we didn't realise. Right. Such it as? would actually, one, bring students together. Mm-hmm. Right. So we realised this like years later that this was actually bringing students together into a student community because, oh, you've got a student edge card. Oh, you've got one. Oh, well, we're part of this group yep. now we're part of this thing uh, the other thing was it was a marketing mm. way of getting the word out there yeah, yeah the piece, I want one of those I, yeah, I actually remember I actually remember I, I bought a student edge card it cost me $20 so I was one of your very <laughs> earliest <laughs> hey, thank you for being a member I still remember because <laughs> you then changed shortly afterwards we did yeah, we flipped free, the model we exactly. flipped it so I was and that paid much, 20 bucks I paid my yeah. 20 bucks and I was like I get discounts at Hoist and all these cool places I can go see <laughs> I'm just going to pull out a $20 note and we're going to the better closure. Yeah. But I was it was that 
valuable for me as yeah. a as a year, whenever I was eight student or nine student, I can't quite remember, yeah. that I was willing to pay my twenty bucks of mm. pocket money yeah. because I thought this thing's cool, and all my friends had it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I can one hundred percent validate that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen years later, that that was absolutely. Um, but later right. you went, I mean, this is now years later, you yeah, actually yeah. went from paid to free. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about easy. that decision. So, That's interesting. That wasn't easy. So it was just that moment that Beth lived Yeah. Um, just there where mm-hmm. we did, what was happening was that we noticed, okay, kids are willing to, to, to spend $20 for mm-hmm. something that's of value mm-hmm. that's, you know, that they like. Um, however, we could only grow as fast as we could go physically, mm-hmm. the four of us, going to schools right. and collecting $20. You were physically going yes. to schools yes. wow, and collecting people like Beth. Yeah. Um, right. Which wow. sounds really uh, yeah. scary. Ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Hi, Jacko, you, yes. you guys used Jumbo Grace for us. Yeah. So. yeah, that's not scalable. So that's, no, that's not scalable. We were actually burning out. Yeah. Oh, yes, I think we were doing 17 schools at one stage. And doing. So you still haven't got that wage. So. <laughs> no, no, that, we have to fast forward a few years before yeah, that, yeah, Charlie. Right. So uh, coming back to the timeline, um, but yeah. So what we noticed was that our membership base was growing. Yeah. We got to about fourteen thousand. Yeah, uh, paid members. Paid members yeah. Okay. okay, not everyone paid twenty dollars. Just sure. in case you're doing the maths in your head, <laughs> there was lots and lots of special in WA over east, yeah, just, just Perth Metro. Okay, <clears throat> um, and uh, what we noticed is that we we're having conversations with partners to offer discounts on that. But they were quite interested in actually um, advertising right. or getting their brand and their messaging through on the back of the card or on the website. Uh-huh. And then we figured, okay, well, if we grow the, um, the, the membership, will attract more sponsorship dollars, but then also it will make the business scalable because we could potentially make it free to the member mm-hmm. to, to use it. And they still get the discounts. And they still get the discounts. But they'd be advertised too yeah. and you'll be offering advertising type. Targeted. Yeah. We'd essentially get the money from the yeah. businesses. Yeah. Yeah, instead. So that was around 2007. Right. It's 2008. You must have agonised about that decision. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you already get subscription revenue, then going, yeah. what? You could We're literally be out of business yeah. the following yeah. year because you could be pushing out cards and having no money to cover all the costs. Of course. So it must have worked. What happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2008 was phenomenal. Yeah, 100,000. 100,000. From 14,000 to 100,000. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine. The validation there. One year. <laughs> and now you're close on a million? Yeah. Just over, hit a million. Over, now. over a million. Just hit a million. Yeah. Fantastic. Been growing about 100,000 every year. That's amazing. Organically, wow. yeah. Wow. How? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It's easy to say, but it's not hard. That, that's Yeah, a lot of people think, is there like a secret source yeah. and so forth? Yeah, there really isn't. It's just us listening to young people. What do you want? And keep delivering on them. And that's really basic product development. You know, you've got to keep providing mm. a product or service that's relevant to your customer or your target market. Yeah. Mm. And we just kept doing that. You know, whether and for us it was a lot of centered around still is around the deals. We get that. But that's just the entry point into the membership. And if we keep bringing you deals on board and listening to the members what they want, well then yeah, naturally they're gonna tell their mates about it. Um, but yeah, so at a million students though, it's still we still feel we've got a lot of work ahead because, you know, there's, with, within the demographic we're working with, um, there's about 4.2 million students Australia-wide. Right. And, you know, Are only you still, a quarter of it. You're not Perth-based anymore. Oh, yeah, that million is nationally. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, national. So sure. we feel we've still got a lot more work to do. And there's a lot more students we're not helping. And, yeah, so that's why the journey is still. So how did you guys finance the business to keep things going in those early years? Well, that was quite a journey. Um, we bootstrapped for the first four years. Um, and that basically involved us 
having part-time casual jobs, night fill jobs. We baked bread. We had security work. We posted stuff for Australia Post. We just did all sorts of random stuff right. to pay the bills um, whilst we could work on the, 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 the business during the day. So, um, And that was us personally, but from the business point of view, um, we did actually have a model, a business model, which was charging $20 a year. So back then, a subscription model. Yep. Um, so that's how we managed to finance, I guess, the business models. That's really important even for you know, early But startups, you're now you know. free and you're now 100,000 and growing. I know. Yeah. I know. That was a very tough subscription yeah. model. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we still had to do it because you've got to have a business model even from the start. So it's now become an advertising model. Now it's, it's become an yeah, advertising a, model. A combination of a couple of models. Advertising right. being a, a certain stream. We also do research and insights as well, which is another uh-huh. stream, which right. helps uh, the students earn money for filling surveys and that kind of thing, but then also we're able to then give people like the federal government, universities and that knowledge and insights on young people. So you guys were also on not Shark Tank but a version of Shark Tank yeah. before Shark Tank was cool, right? That's right. I think called Dragon's Den. Beautiful. Yeah. Tell us so, about that experience. So about four years in, yeah, we're running around um, or jogging on the spot really, <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to get things. And Jeremy said, look, the, the business model financed the business, which was true. It was sort of financing the business. Not right. necessarily the people you working were in the business. Salary, yeah. yeah. And we realized that we were never <laughs> Jeremy going Jeremy is shaking his head. Yeah. There is no <laughs> salary in the state. No, right. no. And still yeah. not for another year or two afterwards. Hence the side hustles you're doing. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we figured, look, we're, we're burning out. There's no way that we're ever going to be able to scale the organization um, outside of the local area that we were operating in, which is about 10, 10 different schools that were running the program. Right. And then so we had the opportunity to go on the show. Uh, Dragon's Den. Um, I can't remember how it came about, but Jeremy and Damien had the opportunity to fly over to Sydney mm-hmm. and present before these dragons or the sharks in the yeah. shark tank now. And I can't remember who they were, but they were real sharks. Right. That was, they liked the <laughs> idea. Dragons. They, they liked the idea. Um, okay. But they wanted to buy the business, I think, for, for the majority of the business for about 150 grand. And we knew, well, uh, no, the, the organization has got a lot more value than that. And so we walked away from it. But the, the actual night before we were getting ready or the guys were getting ready to fly out, we took and went and caught up with our uncle who we know was in business and we thought, oh, let's just use him as a signing board to um, help us before we go and present. Right, mm-hmm. doing pitch practice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, uh, he was um, quite challenging. More brutal than the yeah, he was pro- Yeah, he made them look like, <laughs> like Charles Blake. Uh, yeah. Uncle. <laughs> What's his name? Uncle? Uncle, uncle Rod. Uncle yeah, he Rod. Yes. Uh, he made the dragons look like the little dragon from Mulan. <laughs> low smoke. Yeah. But anyway. But it must have worked because it, it did. the dragons, right? It, it did. did. Okay. And what he said was, guys, um, you should have come and seen me before uh, because had I known that, you know, the organization had got to a stage where it was looking to grow, I could have, you know, introduced you right. to uh, the owner of our business because, you know, he's a successful WA businessman, very passionate about the community and especially young yeah. people and their career choices. And had he known about this, he, would, he might be interested. I can't promise you. Right. So he said, go on Dragon's Den, see how you go, but come back and let me know how you went. So then we went back and had a um, chat with our uncle. Mm. Um, and then he introduced us to, to, to Trevor, who is, um, actually ended up investing in us. Okay. Um, like I said, a successful WA businessman, very um, uh, passionate about the community. And so we spent a year with him, actually, working, walking through the concept. Um, working through different, 14 different versions of the business plan wow. um, before he actually invested. And you'd and never really done this before. You sort of never. an outsider come in and really pick it apart. 
Correct. And say, this is, yes. you know, where's your business, guys? Well, Correct. Let's get the right strategy and the right model. Yeah, and looking at things like uh, um, getting a board together, yeah. um, risk management, governance. You know, governance, all that kind of thing that we hadn't really even thought about. Yeah. Um, so all that kind of rigor was put into the business as part of investment, which is something that we live by. Um, and so, and we've never touched wood so far, never had to go out to, to market again for investment. You know, the business had, has had three rounds of investment. It's all come from, from Trevor because uh-huh. he's been passionate about where. So he's going. your chair, he's your biggest investor. And, and our biggest, biggest company, supporter. Presumably. Yep. Biggest yep. supporter. Yep. So, and our uncle was actually on the board as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that worked out beautifully in the end. It, it did, yeah. but there was, you know, kind of for four or five years he watched us from a, from a distance. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. you know, he wanted to see how serious we were yeah. as well. Well, I guess you proved it. Yeah. But a good point about the 12 months, because I still recommend that a lot of startups, before they jump into bed with an investor, I mean, it may be lucrative to go, well, I'll just take the money and this yes. vigil seems nice and I met him in an event and so forth. Right. But it's got to be a relationship. It's got to be shared values, shared vision, yep. first and foremost. More than money, boxes. right? Yeah, correct. Oh. And it's very difficult to unwind if you get that wrong. Correct. Get the wrong correct. It's a marriage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you spend a year, like I said, almost courting, right? And mm. building that relationship, working through the brick of going through the business plan, like I said, 14 versions. And obviously it's gone well because that was more than 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. And now you're a million members. Yeah. <laughs> man. And, would you say and that's still when, the same. Yeah. Would you say that's when the business started for you that's guys? That's the like official that, point. That was a, a turning point? Correct. For, that's a really that, good that point because yeah. – Yeah, sorry, JC. No, that was I was going to say everything before that we could really say was a bootstrapping an MVP or a concept. Yeah. When you know um, we got investment, that's when we say the business actually started yeah. operating. The business of student edge. Yeah, the business yeah. of student Yep. Yeah. So I know you're both very humble guys and you fly under the radar. Thanks for being on the podcast because I think the story is a good one to be told. But you do other things as well around the community and, and you, uh, Jeremy, have been uh, appointed as I think it's the first entrepreneur in residence at any WA university That's at Murdoch. Correct. That's where right, you Murdoch went. University where, yeah, former students. Yeah, both of you went. Yes, yes. correct. Yes. Tell us about that. Does that mean you stepped back from Student Edge? No, I haven't stepped back. I wear about six other hats. So just <laughs> right. volunteering, helping out. Because obviously, you know, for us, we've got to a point where we've built a business business that um, can service, obviously, our members. We have a great team that make mm. the magic happen. Um, so we've always felt we need to give back and pull through the young entrepreneurs. So this particular role was, um, I was approached for it. One, it's our former uni. They gave us a lot. We started yeah. Student Edge at the end of Murdoch when we studied at Murdoch. Yeah. So it fit all that really nicely and it helps young entrepreneurs. The whole purpose of the role is we wished, or I wished, that we had someone on campus that we could actually, you know, bounce some ideas off or yep. attend a, like I do like a, a workshop where they can come in and learn about how to start a, a business. And what's the scene like down there? Is a flourishing yeah. startup scene? So Murdoch, Murdoch again, uh, a first. So what we want to try and do there at Murdoch is just provide a hub, mm. hub for students to actually come and actually meet. So you might find your next co-founder there. But it's not, again, we're not trying to do another accelerator program uh, we're not trying to be an incubator. We're just going to point students to the right people in the ecosystem already that exists, whether it be a Flux or a Space Cube yep. or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, Launchpad. It's called Launchpad. Right. And it's the university, what they call in the front door. So basically, we're allowing industry to come into the university and start working with our students around hackathons, around helping them with their own problem statements, industry, right. you know, challenges. So Launchpad's a physical place. Physical place. Within but the university. We're trying to get a mindset, though across the, the university to be able to do that. But in essence, it's really just helping young entrepreneurs. And you're there a day a week or has it worked? Yeah, a few hours a week, yeah. Right, yeah. And great. Yeah. What I was just going to say also is that that's kind of officialising 
or giving a title to something that we've been doing for a number of years. Yeah. Over the years, it's <laughs> You've just, already done it. It's, it's, it's a fancy it's, title. But, but. And, uh, <laughs> what I will say is that we've received a lot of help, help. Yeah. along the way and still receive a lot of help and mentorship and guidance. And so all we can do is help pass it on. So we, we've kind of had young people for the last probably five years come to, to come to see us with different ideas and opportunities to startups, you know, either from you know, Space Cube, Founders mm. Institute, Bloom, they come in, they've got this idea and they want to try and get it off the ground and they want to hear the story and see how we can help. Absolutely. So other aside from Launchpad and, you know, Murdoch pointing in, EIR and yourself, Jeremy, what else do you think the local scene, startup scene needs? You know, can we build great startups here? I know we have, but Absolutely. there's a lot of people that yes. say you have to leave. You look at Canva, you look at Helm. So what, what do you, I suppose, what's your response to that and how to keep keep good startups here. Does it matter if they leave? Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's the other question. It's the way Some people look, say it's the way you're looking at it because you know, that's success, isn't it? It's like yeah. WA is pro- providing a great uh, ecosystem and springboard to success. You know, yeah. our economy is, is only a certain amount and if you want to scale outside of that, well, yeah, great, good on you if you need to go to Sydney or Silicon Valley. But, yeah, I think we've produced yeah, some great. great ones out of Perth. You know, I think of Canva, I think of canopy with Olivia mm. Humphrey um, yeah they've had to, to go to the markets because they just needed to scale but they set up yeah they set yeah. up successfully um, yeah, yeah so that's a refreshing take on it because a lot of people really bemoan the fact that, well, that some people don't say but as you said it, it is a choice for you guys it made sense to say but some do right yeah. health engine yeah. and you've got Sector, yeah. and you've got others that have stayed here and become pretty big here yeah. got 100 million dollar valuations or more yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It all comes down to what the stage is in their business and yeah. what they, I guess, the industry they're serving as well. Um, that all plays a role. But, yeah, everyone's got their opinion. Um, it's always interesting hearing people's opinions because you want to know where they're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. We're actually practitioners of entrepreneurship, so our view is based on that. You know, we actually started something, we built something, so our view's based on yep. that. Yep, yep, yep. So we think it's yeah, yeah. positive, it's good. Absolutely. And I would say as long as, two, you know, a couple of things – one, they don't forget their roots. Yep. Don't, don't ever forget the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the place that helps you. Helps Where they get them from? Great yeah. testing ground. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the yes, second thing is for us to try and kind of, you know, keep that relationship and you know, keep it like an alumni network, really, of these great businesses that have come out and of WA. You mentioned Olivia Humphrey. I remember when she left about 2013, she was based in Subiaco. Correct. So canopy, canopy with a K. It's like uh, Netflix for universities, but she had to go to the US because that's where the universities that's are. There's 450 of them. There's only 39 universities in Correct. the whole of Australia. So you had Correct. to go there for the market, not Absolutely. for money, it's for a, market. It's a name. Correct. Yeah. And yet she's coming back to this year's West Tech Fest Is and she's really? going to keynote on the Thursday. So there's an example of someone who's gone off, done something great. That's fantastic. Come comes back. back. Yep. That's yeah. it. And yeah. Mel from Canva's done the same thing. She's Mel come back Canva. to West Tech. Yep. Cliff yeah. has also spoken at West Tech Fest correct. as well. So, come back. So, so just keep that relationship going because like any great alumni, they'll come back and they'll help out the community. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we want to do. But you're here to stay, right? You're not going away. Really? You're not going anywhere. You're look, here to stay. It sounds like a threat, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 look, we, we love the, the West. Look, yeah. Student Edge is getting to that point though. You know, where forty yeah. percent of our traffic is from overseas. Oh, that's fantastic. So the business overseas. Yeah, yes. not even from Australia. Yeah, no. yes, yeah. from from other wow. markets. Okay. So you've heard it first. Yeah, wow. and that's just happened mm. organically. So we need to react to that. Yeah. So there will be a scale conversation that we're going but you're through. You're servicing students overseas. I thought Correct. you were just servicing students in Australia. Correct. No, oh. well, they found us, and so we're trying to service them right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay. So incredible. And, and Is that a scoop? That is a scoop. A startup West scoop. We, we, we have it here one first. Scoop, yeah. hard Another press. scoop. Oh, gosh. Tell us. Okay, listeners. Just negotiated a deal with Apple, what? USA. Okay. And Apple 
yeah, to be able to launch there. Yeah. Into the US. Into the, the US. Student deal for student, student deal, edge. So the student edge. That's so amazing. We've already Fantastic. got Southeast Asia with them, but we're looking at now the US. So Great. Incredible. When does that kick off? Uh, next year. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic, oh, that's great. guys. So, that's, yeah, we're, we're going to have to get you back again in 12 months' time to yeah, see yeah. where, where, where student, uh, well, student edge yeah. headquartered now. Correct. So, look, for us, it's exciting thing. we just got to make sure we stay focused because yeah, it's, sure. there's a scale opportunity, but then also our product development is just where we feel right now we're on the cusp of something mm. really amazing. Mm. So, the site also in the next yeah. three months is going to go through a massive overhaul and right. will become something totally, you know, well, well, well amazing, yeah, but we're pretty biased, yeah. but obviously we believe we're, you know, going to bring out a platform that has never been done before. Yeah. Wow. Um, serving not only students in Australia, but obviously globally. We've identified that the challenge is actually a global one. Mm. Um, but, yeah, just, yeah. Fantastic. All I will say is think LinkedIn, but for young people. LinkedIn for Ooh. young people. Cool. Okay. That's, that's exciting. That is huge. That right. is very, very bad. I wish I was a student so again now. Yeah, I could get another car. Right now. Yeah, getting young yeah. people employable yeah. from oh, a young age. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, guys. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for being on the pod. We're going to finish yeah. with some rapid fire questions. Yeah. Go, Beth. We are. All right. Just answer. Don't think about it too, for too long. The single <laughs> most important factor that makes a successful startup? I'd say vision. Vision? Okay. Yeah. There you go. That always seems to like, – that'll get you up in the morning. It has for 15 years. Because yep. end of the day, we wear different hats. We help, really helping young people. Know where you're going. Basically. We know where we're Our going. Vision. Our vision has never changed mm. from 2003 to now. We've never veered off our vision, and that'll get you up in the morning, even when times are tough. Great. Do you believe in insourcing or outsourcing? I was just going to add that. You're going to add to that one as well. Yeah, if that's okay, Absolutely. I was just going to say another. I suppose add on to that is purpose. Right. <laughs> I believe. Yep. Yeah, purpose is absolutely critical. Insourcing or outsourcing? Insourcing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you insource all your tech? Everything, mm. everything. Yeah. Haven't been, you haven't thought about outsourcing to the Philippines, India? No, or, no. way, yeah. It's no. because uh, tech for us is a living, breathing part of our organisation. It's mm-hmm. not, we're not a um, shop front website mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much the product. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a team that sits a couple of metres away that we can see what's going on and we can chat together and we can develop ideas together. Yeah. Yeah. Should you self-fund or raise money? Uh, you need to do both. Yeah. It depends. Just, just timing. Right? Yeah. Yep. Self, self-fund self and bootstrap as long Lovely. as you possibly yeah. can. Yes. And then get the right money. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The get, right money. That's yeah. an important, yep. I think, phrase there. Yes. Uncle Ron's mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you do the right thing and you focus on what you need to. You never know who will be watching. Yeah. 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 A great story. Uh, PC or Mac? Uh I'm PC, but I, I'm an Apple user. So you have an iPhone? Uh, PC because it's just a guy's a habit. You know, Windows yeah. kind of locked me in from school days. It works. Well done to those guys. And what podcast do you both listen to? Uh, depends. Mornings about inspiration. So usually my Christian pastures, yeah, like mm-hmm. a, yeah, Rick Warren or Miles Monroe. Or, yeah. yeah, Rick Warren, purpose-driven. Purpose-driven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, or night Well, yeah. Jeremy, Craig, we want to wish you all the best uh, and Student Edge, of course, all the best for all the future. Fantastic. Congratulations on your journey so far. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to give Startup West Pod a nice review on the Apple Store as that always helps other people find us. And do subscribe. You'll get our next podcast in your feed automatically. 
Yes, and this podcast is produced for you by Startup News, uh, the place to get your fix on all of WA's awesome startup events and stories. We'd like to thank our sponsors, mm. ECU The Link, Think Lab Coworking and BDO. And you, Beth, and all the fine people at Alika. Thanks for that. Speaking of which, we'd like to give a shout out to a local podcast and you should listen to Ask Alika. That's A-L-Y-K-A, Ask Alika, which Beth does here with Zion. It's crazy. It's fantastic. It's everything you need to know about digital marketing. Uh, so do check out Ask Alika. Thanks, Thanks Craig. Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you both. No,